It often helps pregnant women to hear stories of others who gave birth. We know that we need to mentally prepare for the unknowns of childbirth, so it can be comforting to hear as many stories as we can, and the one that we're hearing today is a tale of two hospitals. Our guest wasn't sure in which hospital she would give birth to her third child, but she feels so lucky to have been one of the first women to have ever given birth where she did 10 years ago at Women's Hospital. It's a 10-year anniversary celebration and birthday that we're celebrating today with a mom who once had three children, four and under. She has a fun story to share, and we can all get a little advice in the mom management area from a mom who tackled those ages all at once. That's in today's Unprivate Parts podcast. Welcome to Unprivate Parts, a podcast hosted by Women's Hospital. Join us as we pull back the proverbial curtain with honest discussions on women's health and the uncomfortable subjects we all want answers to. Welcome to today's Unprivate Parts podcast. I'm Melanie Abear along with Sarah Hammett, uh, a warrior, mom of three children who once had actually three children under four all at the same time. She is here to tell us not only all about that, but about her birthing story leading up to that because it's pretty interesting. Thanks for joining us today, Sarah. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, I do want to start off by saying we are recording from Women's Hospital in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And just so our listeners can put into perspective the story that you are about to tell us, Women's is the only freestanding private nonprofit specialty hospital for women and infants in the United States. There's none other like it. And 10 years ago, they built a new campus. And so that's sort of leading us to this story. Take us back to 10 years ago. You okay. already had a couple children and tell us about this birthing experience for your third child. Okay. So, uh, Jack actually was, he wasn't due until August 16th. Your third. This my third. third. Yeah. Jack is my third. Um, he wasn't due until August 16th. So in my mind, he, he was going to be born here. Um, you know, I knew that they were going to open on the fifth. So, um, this new, the new hospital. Yeah, the, the new, new hospital. woman's hospital. Yeah. Um, you know, in my mind, he was going to be born here. Um, so, but on the 4th, August 4th, um, I started not feeling very well at a friend's wedding. I had had, I don't want to say complications, but uh, where Jack was positioned, um, you know, he was sitting in, in a position that had caused me to um, faint a couple of times throughout At my, the wedding. At, through, at the yes. wedding? Okay. On, yes. On. Yes. But this was before the wedding. You so know, this was it, two it weeks before. before you were due for your third. Yes, About two before weeks. I was okay. due. But at the wedding, I did, I, I, I did faint. Um, and so, you know, we called, we called the doctor and she had said, well, you know, this has ha this has happened before, so let's just let's just rest. Because I had told her, you know, I don't I don't want to go in. It's not the fifth yet. We knew that the new hospital was going to open at five a.m. on the fifth. So if you go into labor before then, you have to go to the old campus. If it's after then, you get to go to the new one. A, so few, a few miles away. Yeah. So I kept telling my husband, I do not want to go in. He wanted to take me in. Look, we got to go. We have to go. And I kept saying no because if I'm in labor and if they want to induce me. <laughs> I'm going to have to give birth at the old campus, and I do not want to do the old campus. Which, oh. by the way, was nice. Right. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the old campus. I had had my middle child at that campus. It was wonderful. There's nothing wrong with it. I was born there, you know? <laughs> 
So, but I just, I really, I hadn't had my mind set on having him at the new campus. It was so nice. We had done the tour. Um, I just really wanted to have him there. So I said, we're not, I'm not going, you know, we can <laughs> Close wait. Close your legs. <laughs> yes. Let's wait till 5 a.m. So, uh, my doctor was Dr. Renee Harris. Um, wonderful. Love her. And so she said, okay, you know, you've done this before, you know, I trust you. I think, you know, your body, um, you know, but if it happens again, you're going to, you're going to have to come in, you know? So, um, you know, I did, I listened to her, I rested, um, and I was fine. You know, it didn't happen again. I was fine. Um, I lasted the night. Um, and then around 10 AM on the 5th, um, it did. It happened again. I fainted again. And I was having some contractions here and there. Um, not enough to say that I was in labor. Um, but, you know, she said, okay, I, th I think you should go in. But I was fine. I was like, okay, we're past the time. I can go. So we went, you know, went into assessment. I already knew where to go. Like I said, we had gone um, on the tour. I knew exactly where to go. Um, and so we went. Um, and it was... A wonderful experience. Um, it just, you know, everything was nice and new and crisp and clean. And um, you were one of the first. I was. The first women to ever have given birth in this facility. Yes. This brand new facility. Yes, I was. And I kind of was, I mean, I was really excited because I was like, oh God, is he going to be the first one, you know. Yeah, because this was the first day that it had opened. Yes, they had only been open for five hours. And I remember coming in and, I mean, the first thing I even asked the lady at the front desk, has anybody, has anybody had a baby yet? <laughs> <laughs> did you really want to be the first? I did. I yeah. wanted to be the first. because Well, you, know. you must have been the third or fourth or fifth. Yeah, I, mean, they, I, don't, I don't know don't Unless what. there were lots of people like you ready to, you know, wanting to come over to the new campus. Yeah, I mean, day. I'm sure I was not, I was not, you know, the only one that held out because, I mean, every appointment leading up to it, they kept telling us, you know, to make sure that we knew, you know, the time, you know, because they, they, so they didn't want anybody to be confused of where to go. So, we all knew what the time was, you know, what that cutoff was. That's, it would be interesting to see the gap in childbirths during those few hours. Right. While every, <laughs> while the other mothers like you were holding off, you know, right, I determined. Right. Now, did your husband want to take you to the old campus? Oh, he did. Yeah. He was like, that, why is that so important? What, you, need, you need to go in. We need to go. And I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> well, because this hospital had been, the new facility had been spoken about Mm -hmm. uh, and praised for so long that it was yes. a, an exciting thought to it be was. among, not only to give birth here, but then to be among the first. It was. To give it birth was to. very exciting. Now, it was the staff. <laughs> I mean, the staff must have been celebrating first day of the new hospital uh, opening. What was the staff like looking back on that day in 2012? Well, that that's actually, that's actually a very funny story. Um, you know, once I got into my room, you know, they assessed me. They said, okay, yes, it's it's time. We're going to go ahead. You know, I wasn't in labor, but they decided I needed to be induced. You know, we can't, we can't have you fainting. Um, you know, so they went, you know, they put me in my room. Um, and the staff, they, they didn't know where anything was. <laughs> so pretty much every single nurse, every, every, everyone that came in, they are opening every single cabinet to find what they need. I mean, they're just, I even remember even me and my husband walking into this room and 
we felt like we were in a fancy hotel. I mean, it's so nice. The room is huge. The bed is just so comfortable. My husband couldn't stop talking about how comfortable his bed is compared to the other one. I mean, it's just <laughs> everything's so nice. But yeah, the staff is just, you know, they're, you know, and even they're excited. I mean, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. This is awesome. You know, just like looking at everything. And I remember, you know, because I was, I was here for a long time. You know, I'd gotten it in at 10 a.m. Jack actually wasn't born until 12.02, like right after midnight. His, his birthday actually isn't until August 6th. Okay. Um, so, you know, we, we were here for a long time. And so, you know, we were here for a shift change. And so when the new set of nurses came in, um, <laughs> you know, they're doing the same thing. They're looking for everything. And so I'm telling them where stuff is. You know, I'm like, oh, what are you looking for? And they're looking at me. I'm like, no you know, is there something you need? And, and so I'm saying, oh, it's right there. You know, I'm telling them where stuff is. <laughs> Third cabinet to the right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's funny. So, you know, I've been here longer than they have at this right. point. <laughs> right. Do you remember uh, the nurses and the doctors who came in and out of your room that day? Uh, do you remember anything else about them? Um, I just remember them being super excited, you know, just as excited as I was, you know? Yeah. And, and Sarah, we have this in common because, um, I think, you know, I gave birth the same month and I was, li I wasn't even living in the city and it was a hurricane evacuation. Yes. I ended up, luckily I was, uh, right next to woman's hospital and also in August of 2012, yes. right after the hospital <laughs> opened. So I remember and can share your sentiments of, uh, just the newness, the feeling and just the mm -hmm. excitement of being able to, to give birth in a hospital, uh, that was brand new and state of the art. Yes. Um, and looking back, you had had two babies we mentioned already, mm -hmm. uh, not in Louisiana. So, and, right. and you drew a very clear distinction. I mean, what, what is the difference between the specialty hospital or giving birth in a specialty hospital if someone has that choice and, uh, or for lack of a better term, a regular hospital? Right. So my oldest, um, was born in Texas. Um, we were living in Austin at the time. And so she was born, you know, just in a regular hospital. So all they had was just a floor dedicated to, you know, mother, baby, you know, um, giving birth, things like that. Um, and I just remember thinking, um, you know, I, I wish this was, I wish this was woman's hospital. Um, it was just, it just had such a different feel. It just didn't feel, um, just as specialized. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It just didn't. Felt like a hospital it, and it not a hotel. Felt, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, um, you know, just the rooms just felt just not, I don't want to say as welcoming, but that kind of, kind of what it is, you know, it just felt like a, a regular hospital room. The rooms were smaller. It didn't have, um, you know, it just wasn't geared towards, towards women really like, yeah. like woman's hospital is. Right. I just knew that I wanted to have future children here. Yeah. Well, pe yeah, people do come from, from all over. Mm -hmm. And I wow. under, I understand it before yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't understand, like, why are people driving so far away to have babies here? Right. And when I had her there, I, I got it. Now you get Definitely. it. Yes. Yeah. So yes. one of the, the most interesting parts of your story and your uh, journey through motherhood to me 
is that you were still breastfeeding your second child when you gave birth to your third. <laughs> so talk about how old um, that child was and your decision and ability to do that. Yeah. So my uh, middle child was 17 months old um, when Jack, my youngest, was born. Um, and yeah, she was. She was She was still breastfeeding. I mean, not exclusively, of course. She was still eating. But, um, you know, she was a, a nighttime nurser. Um, and yeah, like a, she had not weaned yet by the time he was born. Now, of course, you know, your milk changes. Um, or, you know, I say changes, but, you know, when your body prepares for a baby. And so, um, you know, your milk is, is different through this, through the stages. Um, and so I kind of was banking on her weaning herself by the time he was born. Um, well, she hadn't. So, um, that kind of continued. Um, it did not last long because of course, by the time he was born, my milk you know, it was, it was colostrum because right. that's what babies need when they're born. And so she kind of was just not having it. She did not like that. She wanted the, the thick milk that toddlers need. Um, so at that point, it, it only lasted a couple of weeks after that um, when she decided that she not, did not want that anymore. Um, and I think it also had a lot to do with she didn't, she didn't want to share. Um, and she also, I guess, didn't like the fact that she, she was not priority anymore <laughs> as, as far as, you know, the breastfeeding went. Um, but yeah, that's. Which is all normal. It is. You know, but, yeah. but I've never met a mother before who continued to breastfeed or that, that I know of, uh, through pregnancy. And I didn't truly, I think it's a common misconception because the doctors remind us all the time, you can get pregnant while you breastfeed. You still yes. have to have birth control. But I you do can. think it's a common misconception that that is uh, a form of birth control, breastfeeding. If right. you're breastfeeding, you can't get pregnant. Did and you think that? We absolutely thought that. And that <laughs> is how, that's how Jack is here. <laughs> so that's not true. Right. It is absolutely not true. <laughs> How did you feel when you found out you were pregnant for the third time while you were breastfeeding the second born? I mean, you know, definitely, uh, it was definitely a shock. Um, you know, when you have a nine month old, of course, when you're not planning it, um, not, not thinking it's possible, um, you know, and I wasn't even having periods yet. Mm. So, you know... It, it's confusing. It's right? very yeah. confusing. When you're breastfeeding, you don't have periods, you don't have a cycle. It's kind of hard to discern if the symptoms you're having are pregnancy symptoms. Right. So, you know, there was that. So I, I can't even remember what made me take the test. I think it was, um, <laughs> actually what it was, was I thought I had a stomach bug that just kind of would not go away. And my, you know, my vomiting was way too much of like a clockwork that oh. a stomach bug would not be. <laughs> oh. So were you sick for your other two pregnancies? Um, not my first. My first pregnancy was so easy. I mean, I didn't even feel pregnant most of the time. Um, but with that, that second one was probably my worst. I was sick the entire time. Boy, I mean, boy, girl. 
My first two are girls. My okay. And then- so two girls. One you were sick for your second, and the first you weren't sick. Isn't it interesting? Right. How. Yeah. Same mom can have different mm-hmm. symptoms during pregnancy, different yes. effects of pregnancy. I know. I was sick for for my last two. And like I said, my first was so easy. So how old was the first when you got pregnant for the second? Um, She was, see, she was two and a half when Nora was born. So oh, girl, almost two. That's not easy. That's difficult right there. Right, she, yeah. You know, she was going through the terrible twos. <laughs> I know what that feels like. And then oh, yeah. here came the third. Did you ever experience any sort of anxiety? Or I'm assuming it goes without saying to say you were probably overwhelmed. What about Very. anxiety, any depression? That's a lot to take on. I, so with my, with my third, with my second, I, I don't think so. You know, I always tell people one is one, two is two, three is 30. Kelly Ripa says the same thing. <laughs> oh, really? It's the exact same thing. Oh, that's funny. I've yeah, never heard anybody else say that. Yeah, she says, um, she says three kids are 56 children. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that, that really is how it feels. I mean, I guess it's like, you know, once you're outnumbered. It's, you're outnumbered. That's what it you is. You know, yeah. you're outnumbered. Um, and so, you know, when, when we had two, it didn't, you know, I didn't really feel... I, not that I remember, but, uh, you know, I didn't really feel like I was too much overwhelmed. But once that third one came, um, at the time I felt like it was just normal, you know, mom just being overwhelmed. Um, but looking back now, I think that I probably did have some postpartum depression, a lot of anxiety, um, that just, you know, I just kind of brushed off as, oh, it's, mm-hmm. this is just normal. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just overwhelmed. Um, and me and my husband joke all the time of, you know, how, how did we, how did we do this? Cause you know, memories, photos will pop up and I'm like, do you, do you remember this? And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> so there are like entire days, moments that neither of us even remember happened. It's just a blur. It's just a blur. Because you're in survival mode. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you have these three other human beings mm-hmm. and you're outnumbered. Yeah. Like I said, when you had when you're on the second, the husband can take one, you could take one, and then that right. third, yeah, you're right. outnumbered. So I was just gonna ask you, you said you're not sure how you managed it. Right. No, I don't I don't I don't know. And then I think about, you know, I you know, it's just three. Like I have friends who have mul- you know, way more than I do. My sister has five. You know, and I I look at her and I'm like, I don't know how you're, and I'm one of six. I'm like, mama, what, how did you do this? I don't, I, I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't know. (laughs) And then we do that to ourselves as, as women, I think, especially it's that comparison Mm -hmm. and it will rob you of your joy. Uh, Same here. My grandmother had four children in four Mm -hmm. years. And when I was telling her, you know, we had a circus in our house, she said, how many do you have again? And at the time, I only had two. And right. I said, I know, I know, Grandma, you, you you had four in four years. But we do that to ourselves and we put that pressure on ourselves. Right. And, and that was a different time too, Sarah, mm-hmm. because now, you know, I think most families are uh, have two incomes and right. two working parents, a lot yeah. of them, or different stresses that – we didn't face. That um, is true. You know, ge- the generation didn't face back then. Um, so I was just going to ask if you have any tips for mom management, uh, especially if you have three or multiple young children all at the same time. How did you do it? What kind of, of tips do you have to give to our listeners? Mainly, I think, is to have some sort of 
some sort of outlet, something that is for you, something that you can do, even if it's, you know, to get away and do something that you enjoy, um, you know, that you can just go and, you know, maybe be creative or, you know, even if it's for 10, 15 minutes while they're napping or playing or, you know, just something that you can do that is just for you that you enjoy doing. So what was your outlet? Um, I, I sew, I, you know, I'm, I'm crafty. I sew, I embroider, um, things like that. I also hand letter. I do things like that. So, you know, anything that I can do that can, you know, just a a creative outlet. It's amazing to me that you found time to have a creative outlet. Uh, (laughs) did you have help outside of your husband, babysitters or family coming in to help you to have that outlet? Yes, we did. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm one of six kids. We have a, a very large family. Um, and, and they all live in, in Baton Rouge. My parents, you know, still live here. Um, his mom at, at the time was living in New Orleans. So still, still very close. Um, his sister lived in Zachary. So very close. So we do, we had a lot of family close. So is there a set time of day that you would recommend or even, I know you gave birth three times vaginally. So even just soaking in the tub, I remember being important. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how did you schedule it in? Because let's be honest, when the baby's napping and you have three under four, you have to wash the 165 pieces of clothing, tiny miniature clothing, uh, wash the, were they having bottles at all or you were exclusively well, yeah, because yeah, the, the older pumped. one would have. Yeah. So you were still doing bottles for the probably in sippy cups mm-hmm. and laundry. And uh, another tip might be this sounds simplistic, but paper plates right after. Oh, you, yeah. Right after you get birth. Oh, we did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Cut back on the dishes. Yes. In, anything, in the anything you can find to do to, to make your life easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. So how did you schedule time to yourself? And that's the thing. Don't. And to sleep. Don't schedule it. Because then you feel, just you know what I mean? With just the flow. whenever, oh, look, I have, I have 10 minutes right now. I have 15 minutes right now. Let me sew. Let me go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So something in the house that, mm-hmm. or even if it's watching uh, uh, YouTube. Right, exactly. <laughs> something to just take your mind off of uh, the mm-hmm. responsibility for a brain break. Exactly. In other words. And, yeah. And, and, that, and that's just me. You know, for me, it's, it's. If I try to schedule it, then I feel bound to that and then that and then that causes oh. extra stress or anxiety. Some people thrive on schedules and you know that actually makes, you know, that relieves anxiety for them. If that works for you, then then do that and schedule it. Speaking of that, you did know. you get sleep with these with these children under four, three children under four, did you have a sleep schedule or did you go with the flow? And they all must have been on different schedules. I, yeah, I actually am one that we like to put them on sleep schedules, you know, as early as they would allow. <laughs> we felt like that that helped. And we still do bedtimes. I mean, even at, you know, 9, 11 and 13, they still thrive on, on bedtimes, you know, like go to sleep at this time and they, you know, and I think that that came from putting them on, you know, on a sleep schedule pretty early on. Was there anything about giving birth, uh, either your first, second, third time, or in general, all three that you wish women 
or anyone would have talked about or, or you would have known going in or anything that caught you by surprise unpleasantly? Really, the only thing I can think of, because I feel like the whole birthing part, I was pretty prepared for. The, o- the only thing I can think of that was kind of shock I don't want to say shocking, but that I was not aware of was the amount of bleeding after. Like I knew that you- After you give birth. After you give birth. Like I knew that, that you do bleed after, but- you know, when I was about to go home with my first and they're loading me up with like all these pads and those, you know, the underwear and the squirt bottle the and all of yeah. that, I'm like thinking, why, why do I need all of this? Like, I had no idea that you bleed for at least six weeks after. I did right. not know that. I thought it was like, oh, you bleed for like the two, three days that you're in the hospital and then you're on your way. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It can be hard to use the bathroom after. Right. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that it lasted for that for that long, and that I was gonna that I was gonna need pads and and all that. I it was that's, it was a shock. I did not know. No one prepared me for that. That's a good point. And I just had a friend say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, she said, "What do you mean pads?" And right. she's about to give birth in a month, and and uh, she says, "What do you mean I need pads? I'm going to bleed." And no mm-hmm. one to, no one talks about that. So I think it does help to mentally prepare the moms on what to expect. Yeah. But then they, they had the numbing spray, the spray, the mesh yep. panties, and hey, that's a tip. Grab as many mesh panties as you can while from the you're hospital. here. Yes, yes. Yeah, those mesh panties are. Comfy yeah, because they didn't general. send me home with enough um, with my first, and so with my next two, I I grabbed, you know, as many as they would give me. And the pet, yeah, <laughs> and those, those thick those pads are amazing. And soak in the tub. After. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how are your children now? How are they doing? And how old are they? They're great. My oldest is thirteen. Um, she's great. She's starting high school this year. Um, and then my middle is 11. She's starting middle school. And then Jack is, um, you know, of course, almost 10. And uh, he's in fifth grade. He's, you know, normal 10 year old boy loves basketball. Um, so yeah, they're all they're all doing great. Well, we're excited for his birth month, August yes. of 2012, same mm-hmm. as my son's, and for Women's Hospital celebrating its 10-year anniversary. I think a lot of times we take it for granted that we have Women's Hospital in our area, and maybe a lot of people don't even realize how rare that is. So I think you have such a unique story to tell, and we thank you for sharing that today. Yes, absolutely. I I definitely took it for granted. Um, I'm, I'm from Baton Rouge, so... Um, you know, I, I've always had a woman's hospital, you know, around where, you know, where I lived. I, I was born here. Um, you know, all my nieces and nephews were born here. And so whenever I lived in Austin, you know, and we were going to have a baby, you know, we started thinking about, okay, where do we want to go? Where are we going to have the baby? So I said, okay, well, let's, let's look up what, you know, what is the woman's hospital here? And then we realized they don't have a woman's hospital in Austin or anywhere in Texas. <laughs> and that's when I quickly realized how unique um, this, act, you know, this hospital actually is. So we did not realize that this really is the, on, you know, the only woman's hospital. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely took that for granted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think a, a lot of people could agree with that. But mm -hmm. how lucky we are to have given birth here. And Absolutely. thank you so much for sharing your story today. A happy 10th birthday to Jack and yes. a happy 10th anniversary to Women's Hospital yes. in Baton Rouge. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Unprivate Parts. Be sure to follow Women's Hospital on social media and follow us in your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. Thank you for listening.